Welcome back to the Photography Basics podcast. In this episode, we are talking about focus and diving into things like depth of field, bokeh, 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 all these things that, and, and more so how it can kind of help improve your compositions or just generally how you are framing up, how you are choosing to focus your on your image, how that can tell a different story and what things to think about with all that. So Will and Sam are with me again. What up? So earlier in the podcast, we did kind of break down depth of field pretty, pretty well. Yeah, we we did. Threw out the term bokeh a lot. And I I have to sort of just say, say it with the caveat that there's going to be people who get mad at us for saying bokeh. Should we pronounce it bokeh? That's a different debate. But... Mm -hmm. Basically, what bokeh is, is the, the or technically what it is, is the quality of the blur. And so this ha- goes hand in hand with focus and depth of field, shallow depths of field. And I think a lot of people think of the term bokeh and they automatically think of like the big circles or out of focus circles or hexagonal shapes in the background. But really, it's just the quality of, of the blur and what it looks like. And that's going to be different depending on what lens you are at, what aperture you're at, and all kinds of things. But as for beginners, I'm throwing it to you guys. What, what should people be thinking about in terms of using their focus as a creative tool when, when actually like putting together their, their photo, when composing their images? I think it it goes in with composition in the sense that what you're looking at is what you want to focus on, like literally, right? So if you're focusing on something, you can basically make that pop even more toward your viewer if there's less in focus, Mm -hmm. because then your your eye can't see what's out of focus. So it's automatically going to go to what is in focus or sharp. So if you do use, you know, a long lens or a wide open f-stop, uh, and there are less things in focus and one very striking thing in focus, um, you will, you know, say something about that subject matter or that will, you know, enhance what it is exactly. Mm-hmm. If, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I've actually been going the opposite direction lately. I've been sharpening a lot of my photos, so they look even sharper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just been playing around with that. And do you mean making it sharper just to make your your subject look sharper or like using a more yeah. deep de- depth of field? I think I think uh keeping the keeping the focus um limited but then sharpening it in post a little bit to make it pop, make the things that are in focus pop a little bit more just mm-hmm. to be more striking um for the viewer. But you know, I mean th- th- those are like a style sort of choice and what you can kind of figure out as you go along in photography. Yeah, and, and there's definitely a, an argument f- on both sides. So, you know, I, I think for some, having things blur out in the background is um, a big part of their look. And I think for other people, it's all about closing down or, you know, like we were talking about um, sort of those like travel or photos where everything's in focus. Mm-hmm. And it's much more about, you know, your subject in the scenery around them. And so actually you it's about having... L- everything in focus and having that look or then it's using it you know using the bokeh using the shallow depth of field so that the yeah the attention is on your subject and less about 
the surroundings and everything else you're seeing. Um, and and, then, almost, there's a, and yeah, then there's a subtlety on the middle ground as well that I think is actually sort of the sweet spot, at least for me, but that, that I like to live in. Um, yeah, so. and I would say it's it's probably almost harder to to get a great photo with more everything in focus or or i guess i'm trying to think as like a beginner i think it's the first thing you want is that super shallow depth of field look you want your subject with a super blurry background but once you kind of can get that then like the next level to level up your photography even more is like really how can you compose it your subject with a background that's in focus that is really interesting and and not just i guess boring or distracting well, I think that's when you com- combo stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you think about like um, a GoPro or you think about the like Insta cameras where everything was in focus or it was like disposable cameras. How do you make that interesting if everything's in focus? Well, you lean into your composition tools, right? Like, uh, you know, negative space or world of thirds or mm-hmm. lines or whatever. Um, and that's where you can push yourself or something with color or striking. Um, but I, I do think that everything in focus and sharp is is striking on an, in and of itself, depending on the subject. Like you think about Ansel Adams or landscape photography, who mm. would put everything in focus and it would be like F42 epic scenes that mm. would just like be like, oh, man, I've never seen this. And here I am. It feels real because you can see everything like you would be in person. So, again, it goes back to like style, what you're shooting, where you where you feel you're at um, and all that. And, and there's also I on, on the strip I was just on shooting with a 35 millimeter um, and maybe being at a everywhere from an F1.4 to F4. And my subject somewhat close. It, there was fall off. It did slowly get blurry as the image went on. But you could see that there are trees and you could see details and you know, far off in the distance, it was out of focus, but mm-hmm. it wasn't to the point, you know, out of 1.4, it's like they're in focus and it's a world of blur behind them, which is a cool look. And then at the same time, though, what I think is more pleasing is still being able to sort of see the world they're in using the environment for composition. Um, and maybe it does fall off in the distance. But it's not going so extreme where you just can't really tell what is around them or what you know whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's I, I think there is a fine balance there of 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 the two, and and also it's not to say that I think a law of portraits, the concept is that you want the focus to be on the person that you're taking a mm. photo of, and the background is it's supposed to be blurry. That's why you're shooting at a longer focal length to get more you know. Well, that number of reasons there, but you know, the point is to focus on the subject, not on the surroundings. So yeah, it's, yeah, the, again, there's no rule here. It's, <laughs> it's personal preference and, and the style you're going for, but you're right. I think it is a lot harder to shoot with that kit lens at F 5.6. Everything's in focus and get a really striking image. It is, I think a lot harder than picking up a prime lens yeah. and being able to open up, you know, at f1.4 f2 or whatever it is yeah Um, because anybody could do that anybody could grab that camera and take that photo versus you know choosing a background that really tells a better story so i think to sort of back up just a little bit and kind of close out this this episode i think beginners will be listening and being like okay well 
how do I get a blurrier background? And there's a few basic ways that you can do that. The first is with whatever lens you're using, open up that aperture, use the larger aperture, which as we've learned is the smaller f-stop number that will automatically make your, give you a shallower depth of field and make that background blurrier. Um, the next is to literally move closer to your subject. So the, your, your focus, your, your close focus is what you're kind of, what it's called is you're, you're focusing on your subject that's closer to your lens, which actually then there's more space behind that subject in comparison, which is going to be more out of focus. Or at the same time, you can move your subject further away from the background. I mean, you can imagine if your subject is two feet away from the background and you're taking a photo of them from another two feet, that's only four feet away from your lens. The background's only four feet away from the lens. So there's, it might still be in focus. Versus if you're 30 feet away from that wall, and your subject's still two feet away from you, then that wall is going to be completely out of focus on, on most apertures. Um, so larger aperture, moving your subject closer to the camera, moving your subject further away from the background. Um, if you have the option switching to a more telephoto lens, we talked a little bit about this before with... Um, I forget which episode it was, but talking about using a telephoto lens compresses the background a little bit more, or compresses the image more. And I don't know, can you guys explain what's happening a little bit better with a wide versus a telephoto lens and how that actually affects um, depth of field <laughs> and what's fine? Sam's, <laughs> Sam's like looking up into the air. Yeah, yeah sure. So with a telephoto, typically like you have more glass. So the more glass there is, the more elements are going to cause things to be out of focus. Um, in addition to what you're talking about, Phil, with compression, like when you're shooting, like you see a, a human and then something really far away. When you shoot with a longer lens, it'll seem like the human and the thing that's really far away are closer together. Mm -hmm. um, and that is just an optical effect because of the amount of glass that is happening inside your lens. Um, and so all those elements and filaments are moving as you're spinning everything creating more things out of focus and compression and a wide angle lens. Typically they'll have less pieces of glass, but the elements will be more bowed, um, which causes the light to sort of like focus in more. I, like literally the lights all coming to a point sooner than it would be going through tons of glass. Um, so things are more in focus and less compressed. I'm glad I have you here, Will. That was... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's... Yeah. Well, and I think, yeah, and it's that concept of compressing space that yeah. a wide angle is going to make, you know, it's bringing in a larger field of view, so there's more that's coming in. Now, a lot of times wide angle lenses will actually have closer focuses mm -hmm. because of how it's bringing in light. You can actually get closer up to subjects, um, but it gives this really sort of unsettling appearance in most cases for people mm -hmm. whereas a longer lens that's going to compress things is actually going to be much more flattering for the human face and for a lot of things it's going to you know sort of brings distance closer together so it it has a much more pleasing effect um but yeah so subject. if you're trying to get that bokeh out of focus look you're probably going to want to shoot with the longer lens not the wider lens or just get really close to your subject with the wider lens yeah sure 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're shooting, like, if you're not shooting people, uh, if you're shooting, you know, plants or other things, like, that can be a really good look or nice yeah. photo, um, yeah. nice style. All right. So that's, and I think people might be listening and being like, well, I have a mobile phone. So how <laughs> do I do this? And now, nowadays we, we have the, the portrait modes on a lot of newer mobile phones, but it's more of a algorithmic digital way of creating a blurry background. It's not quite there yet, but you can still get a blurrier background by moving your phone really close to something. You can, you can see this if you put your phone like Try to focus on something that's like two inches away or a few inches away compared to, you know, putting that subject a few feet away. You can get well, a blurry background. So long as you still can see behind mm -hmm. that which you're taking a photo. Because yes. with all of this, if you're filling your entire frame with that thing that's right up yes. close, yeah. there's no depth. And so, again, with composition, you need to have some space to be able to see farther to see that it's out of focus. Yeah. I guess to wrap it up, is there anything else or is what do you guys like typically do? Well, we'll kind of talked about, you know, going towards like maybe sharpening his images to make them pop, but in terms of choosing what what focus, what how shallow or deep your focus should be depending on what people are photographing, any last kind of tips or advice? Um, my, my biggest tip is typically if you're getting started and you have the kit lens to buy a prime, um, prime lenses or fixed focal length lens, it's going to typically, because it doesn't have moving glass elements like a zoom lens does, they're going to typically be better quality and they're going to have just a bit more of that pop, a bit more of that sort of, um, Beauty and, and it'll typically be a faster, you know, a aperture that you can open up more and, and experiment with this, you know, shallow depth of field with um, by using the, the bokeh with, you know, that that wider aperture. And I think it's a really great thing to understand and to utilize as a photographer. Um, and then on the other end, it's, you know, experimenting with different focal lengths and seeing what appeals to you most. You know, some people are all about the nifty 50. Other people love the 16 and 35. Um, and it, you know, especially with building out your kit, it's a big part of, you know, knowing what those differences are and what type of photography you like and how to utilize those tools. Yeah. I think my tip would be if you're just starting out and you have a kit lens and you're trying to get that cool, shallow depth of field and that bokeh on your kit lens, zoom all the way in, open all the way up. That's the best you're going to be able to do on that kit lens without taking Sam's advice. Got it cool awesome so that's focus and hopefully that's just another thing that you understand a little bit better and how understand how to use it creatively in your photography so thank you so much for listening to this show our podcast if you haven't done so already leave us a rating and a review we really appreciate that and head over to photographyandfriends.com to join one of our classes we can't wait to see you in them and take your skills to the next level so thanks a lot, Will and Sam. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Focus!